Welcome to the One More Rep Podcast, where we take it beyond the barbell. I'm your host, Modingo, and across the table from me is the professor. What's up, man? <laughs> I mean, I do drop knowledge bombs, bro. <laughs> hey, <laughs> like, bro, that's a good one. So I was just telling them that you were going to be on my hit list. Now we're, we're getting cool now because... Oh, no, a lot. They're, they're pretty dope. Yeah, they took a lot of t- And then uh, what was the, the Zeus one? Oh, uh, Brosidon. Brosidon, yeah, yeah. Of, I, for, I forgot the King of the Brosian. I forgot <laughs> to add that part to it. Brosidon, that's pretty sick, man. Yeah. Like, I'm going to get that tattooed on my neck. <laughs> <laughs> King of Aquatic Gains. <laughs> that's a long tattoo. Right. I got I to... Gotta... And then I think the other ones I used were Bropeshi... Brocephus. Brocephus. There you go, Sebastian. <laughs> Sebastian. That was his favorite. As always, thank you for the like shares. Uh, be sure to leave us a five-star review on Facebook and or, you know, iTunes. Or both. Or both, yeah. Feel free to Anytime do Anytime you that. give someone an or, Mo, they, just, they don't do either. Okay, so do both. Sort of like when I say, Mo, leave me a review for our gym, <laughs> or I'm going to throw myself <laughs> off a cliff. You're going <laughs> to throw yourself off the, uh, the loft? <laughs> No, it's not high enough. <laughs> but we have got some more uh, reach when it comes to world domination. Um, let's, well, let's talk about regional. What's <laughs> up? Why, we, why Wyoming? Get, no, Wyoming. Wyoming. That's it, man. <laughs> We're going to have to make the a road trip. The pigeon hasn't reached there yet. No, no. not yet. Uh, so we added Cyprus, Afghanistan, Hong Kong, and Turkey, which brings us up to 42 countries. And uh, Podbean, they started expanding some analytics data on uh, Canada. And Alberta is leading the way when it comes to Canada. So you, I think uh, it's a tie between Canada and Germany as far as our overseas reach. Canada, Germany, and UK. Yeah. So that's pretty solid. Well, Megan, Blake, you better make a bigger imprint before you move back here <laughs> so we don't lose our German connections. And as always, don't forget to hit up our sponsor, 75 Clothing, and use the code one more rep so that way you get free shipping because they are making badass gear for your badass ventures. And when you're tagging all of us in your social media, use that hashtag one more rep fam or OMR fam as well as world domination. But I'll oh, go ahead. I would say, man, you got it down pat because every time you try to read that, um, their quote, you, yeah, you I mess screwed it up. up. If I memorize it, is here and now <laughs> it's like, were you saying it here on the way in the car? Like you just kept reciting it. Yeah, I kept it. reciting it. Yeah. <laughs> actually, sense. actually, I'm going to get you Wyoming. <laughs> I know somebody in Wyoming. We know people who know people in Wyoming. They just don't want to listen to us. <laughs> well, I, I, we're yeah. going to hold Wally to that. Yeah. So that third voice you hear with us today is Wally Judy. He is the owner, founder, CEO, CEO janitor. HMFIC of 7-5 Clothing and our sponsor. <laughs> so, Wally, thanks for joining us, brother. Oh, yeah. Glad you're here. Uh, came up yesterday, or came up, what, Friday? Friday night, yeah. For the, uh, for, to support Brody's comp that we had here yesterday. How'd the comp go, bro? Good. Ran on time. Ran on time. Yeah, it did. Yeah, we finished awards right at six fifty-five, or the, whatever five fifty-five. <laughs> There's an hour difference. <laughs> what I, yeah. It was on time. Yeah, definitely on time. No one got hurt. No one got hurt. Everyone had a good time. A uh, lot had, of uh, a lot of puking. This was our most puking event, and really? it wasn't even that hot. Like, yeah. Oh, I missed that. Yeah, right out the back door. Yes. Oh, yeah. I counted six. <laughs> At least once. There's some that were multiple. We'll just we'll just give them one. Do you keep, like, tally marks in your office? No, but it's just funny. Like, I've never puked in a workout, so I don't. Sebastian is saying, you know, I never puked either, but maybe I just don't go hard enough. I'm like, nah, you go hard, man. It's just, I don't know. You can't eat Chipotle and then do my comps. I'm just saying. No, you, you can't. can't not it. at all. Or eat anything, really. So, Wally. Yes. <laughs> Thanks for being here, first of all. Oh, uh, thanks for setting up yesterday. Uh, gave a, a lot of our local uh, listeners the opportunity to buy some gear and actually meet you up close and personal. So, And we know it takes a lot of energy and effort to get up here, so we really, truly do appreciate you coming up here. I love it. And we also appreciate you being our sponsor. It means a lot to us. And also the shirts. He's the one responsible for getting those out to you. And we now have ladies' tanks available if you are interested in those. I'm just saying I'm the only one not in the freaking picture. Got Mo, got Jenna. <laughs> Where's bro? Oh, I better you, be getting. My, I better be getting, picture. I better be getting my own picture. Yeah, we've got one this morning because we're gonna get them online this week. Well, uh, bro can do the socks. 
with my pasty ass legs. <laughs> like, come on, you gotta get someone at least with your skin, your uh, my, compl- your, my mocha your, complexion, your Pacific, uh, yeah, Pacific Islander, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, Wally, tell us a little bit about you. Who are you? Who is he's Wally? Who is Wally? I'm Wally. I'm not Jordan, <laughs> Judy. Uh, actually, I grew up what 45 minutes away from here, uh, good old Ohio. So That's it's right. kind of back home in Springfield, or uh, actually in Urbana. Oh, okay, yep. Yep. just like Tennessee, isn't it? Not really, oh. but close. <laughs> it's Damn cooler. It. It's nice and cool up here. I'll say that. Uh, but no, I went to uh, West Liberty Salem High School, which okay. is dinky, g tiny. Uh, but I got bored around here. Mm-hmm. There's nothing but like farm or factory. I grew up on a farm and knew I didn't want to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, so. The factory thing didn't work, so I decided to join the military. Wanted to see the world. Uh, so I got in basic training. Mm-hmm. Which branch old, did you join? Good old Air Force. There you go. I mean, you can't, you can't, you can't not go join wrong with the Air, Air Force, Force yeah. when you got right pat down here. Yeah. Well, you'd be amazed. There's a lot of people that go other directions. Don't know why. Yeah, I don't I either. Had, I had one friend say, well, I didn't join the Air Force because the recruiter was never in his office. I was like, that should have been your first indication. <laughs> He's <laughs> <To> working. <laughs> yeah, to join. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, and, you know, you get around everybody else in the other branches, and they're kind of like, you know, they start making fun of you because of the Air Force. Yeah. And it's like, oh, the, the chair The chair force. force. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, well, you don't be mad because I scored high enough on the ASVAB. <laughs> I, I had a choice. <laughs> Sorry. But uh, no, so I went. I went to military. Uh, I went in the recruiter's office, and you know, of course, they. And this is the funny part of the story is, they asked me what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. I didn't really have a clue, so I was always told to go in guaranteed. So they offered me a job being the boom operator on a refueler. Okay, so that's the guy that lays in the back of the jet that refuels yeah. other jets, and he gets to play like Nintendo mm-hmm. as he guides yep. the the fuel pump into the aircraft that's receiving fuel. Yeah, and then there was some job working in the AWACS. Mm-hmm. I was like, I really don't want to fly. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Okay. And they're like, we'll do an AWACS. Well, they're like, you, you know, this is the Air Force, right? <laughs> and I was like, yeah, well, I'm not a really good swimmer, so I'm not going to join the Navy either. <laughs> uh, so I looked over. I saw a little silhouette of a, uh, a security police at the time mm-hmm. with a dog. And I was like, that's, that's what I want to do. You know, I love animals. So I was like, and they're like, well, we can guarantee you security. Mm-hmm. but can't guarantee you the dog thing. You'll have to work that out there. Mm-hmm. That's a big flip. You go from AWACS and <laughs> into, boom operator. To for, dog handler. To dog handler. Yeah. 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 Like opposite spectrums. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I ended up going, you know, getting into the dog program and spent the glorious nine months down in San Antonio. Mm-hmm. Uh, Where then, you can experience all four seasons in one week. Yes, you can. You can. And a bunch of different wildlife while you're out there as well. <laughs> oh. Nice little boars and everything else. So. Yeah, Javelinas up at Camp Bullis just running wild. Yeah, it's, yeah. A, it's a little crazy. Uh, so, you know, of course, then I got to experience wonderful Fort Dix, which mm-hmm. we had talked about that. Yesterday, yeah. Mm, yeah. Glad I didn't join the Army. Yeah, that, that's uh, Fort Dix. That was the opportunity for the Air Force to learn that you were glad you joined the Air Force <laughs> and not the Army. <laughs> yes. Yeah, because you're going through with all the... the the Army so, yeah, the 11, yeah, the yeah, the yeah, the ground pounders, the eleven bravos. So out know. there, out there digging foxholes. Not a whole lot. Sorry, of fun. Tony. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so then I got uh, I got stationed in Italy. Aviano or yeah, okay. yeah, really tough. Yeah, tough duty there. Tough, tough. Uh, but it, uh, of course, we were back in there. There was a country used to be called Yugoslavia mm-hmm. for all the really young listeners. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but we were there during their little civil war. Okay. So it, our, our nice little base turned into like the headquarters for Europe. Yeah. Cause they were bringing in aircraft from Every, other bases and, and, gen, and launching aircraft over there everything, constantly. Everything there. So, but, uh, I did my four years and couldn't handle the politics. So mm-hmm. I was like, I'm, I'm good. I'm, I'm, I'm done. So, but while I was over there, I met my wife. She's from Tennessee, which is why we live in Tennessee. Mm-hmm. Uh, she was also in the Air Force. Okay. So she was supply, so really not that exciting. Mm-hmm. Um, but we got married while we were over there, ended up moving back, and both of us got out, and the rest is history. <laughs> so <laughs> 50 at, years later. Now. So at what point did you start? Dis- what, what, when did you decide to open up the clothing company? Well, what it was is, like, I had done uh, screen printing, you know, art, mm-hmm. things like that. Uh, it was just kind of a, a fun hobby. Uh, so we, we'd always go to this local bar 
And uh, there was a crossroad. Where most good ideas begin. It really is. That's what I'm just saying, podcast. Awesome, awesome business ideas always start. I want to tell you a quick story real quick, interrupt. Talking about that, the um, design of the B- B-52 bomber mm-hmm. was done at a bar in Fairborn. Really? By uh, two two or three engineers sitting in a bar, and they drew it. On a napkin on or a something? Napkin. Nice. Really? Yep. <laughs> That's Pretty amazing. Sick. So I'm on my way to that right, right? <laughs> one of the best bombers ever made yeah. in the history of our air force and then they do it on a napkin over yeah. drinks it's yeah the aircraft is twice as old as the pilots flying it I yeah because what some pilots dads have flown have the flown, same yep. aircraft yep that's pretty crazy it's a little scary too <laughs> true true uh but uh yeah the 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 whole company idea uh Somebody walked in from a local CrossFit. I didn't do CrossFit. It, it was kind of interesting to me at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, but they walk in with a, a Red Friday shirt. And I was kind of like, eh, that's okay. And they knew that I did that. Mm-hmm. Um, and they were like, well, make one better. Challenge accepted. Okay. Not a problem. I'll do it. So a week later, I had a new design, did it on a shirt, brought mm-hmm. it. They loved it. People at the bar started buying them, mm-hmm. so we'd show up there. Um, and for anybody that doesn't know, the Red Friday, was re- you know, remember everyone deployed, mm-hmm. we're red on Fridays. Um, so the whole bar started doing it, and oh, then nice. we were, we were kind of like... What's the name of the bar? It's non-existent. Right? Oh, that sucks. Yeah, I know. It was really cool. It's called Vic's, so it was really cool. Damn it, Vic. <laughs> I know it. <laughs> Couldn't keep it going. But, uh, so, you know, we did a couple more shirts, and kind of got in with a little bit of the crossfit scene uh did which our, is a good market to get into if you're a t-shirt company yeah it's a very good market like t-shirts everybody needs shirts um so we we ended up doing uh, a competition uh, setup a really small setup like mm-hmm. maybe four shirts mm-hmm. um at the the crossfit that was right there and then you know of course you you start doing it and then people run into you like i ran into you all mm-hmm. um they're like, oh, hey, we have a comp coming up. Do you want to, you want to come to ours? And like, and this was in Nashville, mm-hmm. so I'm like, oh boy, I don't, do I really want to do that? So I was like, man, eh, why not? So I did it, did well there, uh, and then it's just grown from there. Once you go one place, you meet people, you mm-hmm. meet more people, and you're all over the place. And you know, the next thing we know, we're, you know, up here, we're, you know, Pensacola, Florida. We go over to, mm-hmm. you know, Myrtle Beach, uh, everywhere in between there. Mm-hmm. So it's it's grown. I try to keep it scaled back a little bit because I don't want it to get out of hand. Mm-hmm. Um, to where it's maintain that quality. To where control. it's too yeah, it's yeah. too much that I could even handle. So, do you want to get that big? Eventually, but I want to take my time and scale wanna, it appropriately. Yeah, and I don't yeah. want to jump into it where I'm just like, you know, drowning. Mm-hmm. And then you know that's when people start going out of business. Quality goes down. Yeah. You know, and you don't. I like the personal connections, connections to everybody. The relationships, yeah. 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 Like yesterday, it's like I, I enjoyed meeting everyone. Mm-hmm. I didn't get to watch a, lot, watch a lot of the competition, but when people come out and they talk and, you know, it's just, just getting to know people one-on-one, mm-hmm. and then people come up to you, oh, oh, yeah, I know you. I'm like, well, great. <laughs> <laughs> so you said that you weren't a CrossFitter before you got no, into not. this business. I was not. So how, at what point did you make that transition, or what made you transition Seeing ever how fit everybody was, okay, and I, you know, of course, I went to the the whole Globo Gym thing, you know, and I was like, well, you know, I could do, I could do the CrossFit stuff here and do that, and then <laughs> right. finally, I'm like, yeah, no, you can't, I can't, I don't know enough about it, uh, so I ended up going. Uh, the thing was, is I ended up doing shirts for a CrossFit in Knoxville, in exchange for okay going there, oh, okay, so and and it worked out well. You know, yeah. They made money, and I got to work out, and it was all good. And uh, so I started getting in there, and, and the first workout was, I mean, it was like banded pull-ups and, mm-hmm. you know, squats and everything, and I was dead. Mm-hmm. I was like, why am I dead doing this? <laughs> I got a damn band. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know, and it's like, what, what in the world? Yeah. Um, and so yeah, what there was, was your What was your impression? Because I get a lot of uh, – I talk about this with people who join our gym – uh, women are the most timid to try CrossFit, but they end up becoming our most loyal members, the most mm-hmm. dedicated. You get guys to come in, and um, they will be the first ones to kind of check out because of ego. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Right? Uh, 
they they're they don't like that sensation of not uh, not performing well or or, 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 or seeing a female, female who's like you know 120 pounds mm-hmm. yep. or other guys especially I would say that are in there that maybe don't look as fit as them that are running them into the ground because mm-hmm. they're and they're 50 years old mm-hmm. um, so they don't handle that very well what was your impression as a, a male athlete joining the gym like well i mean it's not fun getting outlifted right? <laughs> you know i mean <laughs> yeah you know and you, and you run and and you're getting smoked by these people but mm-hmm. it's i guess what brought you back and what what didn't that sensation of getting you know beat beat, da- yeah. beat down and beat mm-hmm. and and like even though it's new and interesting guys tend to like i said they don't handle it very well mm-hmm. adversity in that aspect mm-hmm. i mean it was it was the challenge okay. because it it did hurt me mm-hmm. and and i thought how crazy it was that i was like i'm i'm that out of shape mm-hmm. and i can't do that mm-hmm. and i'm like i just to me personally i've got to get better at this this is just crazy that i'm i'm there mm-hmm. you know because yeah. i had you know i had run a marathon uh I, I did mountain biking a ton I rode uh, road bikes. I mean, I did centuries. Went to Tahoe and did a road bike century, mm-hmm. and then I can't do this. So well, you're 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 an athlete. I mean, you I just was a, a CrossFit athlete. I was a- active. Let's call it okay. that. I mean, if you look at me, I'm not an athlete. <laughs> well, you know, I have this discussion all the time because when I used to fight and do jujitsu, if I was to start doing jujitsu again, I would be crushed mm-hmm. uh, cardio wise. Yeah, going here. going against someone who knew jujitsu, so. Um, getting mat time, you have to you have to get mat time. So yeah. I've seen very in shape, fit people come into CrossFit, and the most basic workout buries them because mm-hmm. you're oh, not yeah. in CrossFit shape, mm-hmm. right? And so I, I think that does factor in. So you can be really fit, but you're not and in still CrossFit. be challenged. Yeah, you know? I mean, you know, because the CrossFit is. I mean, it's an all body thing. Yeah. You know, cycling or running, it's your lungs and your legs. Mm-hmm. And it's 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 way different, but it that that was the challenge that I was that bad at it that I wanted to get better. Mm-hmm. And uh, of course, they, where I went, there were a bunch of college kids, and okay. those those kids were like, right, just muscle it up and just strong as could be. Mm-hmm. So that was kind of a driving force. I wanted to try to catch them. Okay, you had a rabbit to chase. Yeah, didn't really happen, <laughs> but yeah, I, get I mean, it. it's, you're, it's you're, that goal. if you're competitive. In the mm-hmm. aspect of, yeah, it gives you something to do. To and, aspire to. Yeah. And I see that's probably when we get guys in here, and I always ask this because mm-hmm. I, I love information, but that's usually what people say. They, they like to be challenged. They didn't like mm-hmm. how it made them feel as far yeah, as that first time they out. They felt like they were incapable almost mm-hmm. oh, of yeah. doing this. And um, so that's what keeps them coming back. Obviously, it gets, it's, gets boring in the Globo Gym because there's no communication and mm-hmm. You're doing the same thing. It's not very, um, it's not programmed appropriately. Right. So you don't get the same stimulus. You yeah. get bored with it, and so that's another huge one. But you know, CrossFit definitely is. I mean, that's that. I enjoy that the most because I'm like, oh, what are we doing today? Mm. You know, it's like, hopefully, it's well, in, in the in the word that you just used there is we. Yeah. Whereas right. when it I is. was a gym rat, you know, I got my you know my muscle magazine and like oh someone has a new bicep workout so let me yeah. do this oh yeah you know whereas i didn't have to worry about programming when it came to crossfit mm. you just come in and then like it's that we mentality hey what are what are we doing today mm. not not what workout am i doing today right and it's you know of course you know i will look at the whiteboard on there because just for me because i want to know where i kind of stand it's not mm-hmm. really a competition type thing with me but i want to see how out of shape I am. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, yeah, and I think that's what's kind of cool. If you get the right gym atmosphere, mm-hmm. right, and because this isn't every gym, there's some douchebags. All they care about is beating whoever's there. Yes. And then mm-hmm. Oh yeah. You know, rep shaving. We'll talk. They'll <laughs> yeah. do everything to beat that person. To be on top. To yeah. be on top and be on top of um, the Wattify, whatever. But when you get a good gym atmosphere, it's competitive in the most healthy way, meaning. You know, you we can we can lump, you know, certain people together in groups mm-hmm. because of their fitness level and mm-hmm. where they're at, and having an opportunity to be like to not drop the bar and beat them by one. Oh yeah, and be like, hey man, what's up? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, or don't say anything and let them check it. <laughs> yeah. But I think that's what's cool is if you have the right atmosphere, 
in the right gym, that makes it even better mm -hmm. because you do get to push each other. You want them still to succeed just as much as you'd, you'd want to, but you also get to feel good when uh, you give it your all. Sort of like Pat did yesterday, right? So oh, on goodness, the very, yeah. The very last workout, you know, he had finished it in two seconds. Only RX Team 2 finished that workout. Yeah. And it was all on his shoulders, and um, he could have given up easily. No one would have said anything. But Yeah, everybody went like, damn, he, he, he almost got there. And everybody would have been yeah, cool with it. Yeah. But, he, but uh, he, he dug deep. Yeah, he And uh, just seeing the rest of his team, like, you know, scre you know, on their knees and screaming at him, just telling him just to pick the bar up. You have to see the picture Jenner got. It was probably one of the most epic pictures, unless I took it. It would have been even better. Um, and but, I, yeah, it was probably – she captured a, one of the most unbelievable images I've probably seen here. It is. Check it out. Yeah, the uh, – Oh, yeah. Well, oh, no, but, and, and seconds before that uh, – I was looking down because I realized what was going on. And Gina is on her hands and knees, and that's Pat's wife. And when he's, he's, I think he's got like two reps left, and she realizes that he's got the ability to finish it because he's got plenty of time. And she's like on her knees, and just like the look on her face was like almost equated to, to like seeing my kid take his first steps. Like she was so proud of him yeah. that he was going to push through it. And I was like, I wanted to go grab my phone and take a picture of it, but. I didn't want to miss seeing that because it was just such a powerful moment uh, yeah. with that family. You, you know, know not, it, them as husband and wife, but the, that family as a team as well. Yeah. And it goes even deeper because a lot of people don't know, like, he's just now had the sacrifice. He he always works out at 5.30 p.m., mm -hmm. but he's had to completely change his schedule. To work to, out with his team? No. He, oh, has to wait, he has to work out at 5.30 a.m. now. Oh. And so because of school and and take responsibilities at home. Mm -hmm. So his complete, his complete, you know, that's a big flip from mm -hmm. oh, yeah. 530P to 530A. Um, and to get up early and do that and, and just to get it in, mm -hmm. um, that's a sacrifice. I, I'm going to say it was probably, probably why he felt the way he did and then why Gina did. People yeah. don't realize the sacrifice people make um, to stay fit. Yeah, and another driving force is having a 16-year-old Mm. that will bury you <laughs> and, and let you know about it and then talk smack afterwards yeah. well, you're grounded so, uh, <laughs> go talk smack again yeah he uh like the other day i mean he outlifted me by i mean it was probably 30 40 pounds i mean mm -hmm. he hit 245 for a, a squat clean and yeah i was like Eesh. yeah i have um you know and i had that kind of same motivating factor i have a sophomore in college who plays division three football and he might be able to like lift more like you know mm -hmm. static lifts but I'm still able to put him in the ground when it comes to a wad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I can't even do that. And he's a, he's, yeah. a, he's a tall, lanky, 170-pound, 16-year-old Yeah, he's, he's getting close, and it's, it's not going to be much longer before I can't beat him. Yeah. But, yeah. yeah. Well, it's because you keep going on those vision quests, man. Like, <laughs> you can't – you got to stop disappearing. Like, it's, like, crazy. I'm trying to find ways to beat him. That's why I need to go – I need to go on those walkabouts. <laughs> Mo's phone is in and out of service when he's going through the mountains. <laughs> Of the Rockies, just trying to find, I don't know, meaning of life after the Air Force. Imagine still, still struggling. You're probably struggling. Yeah, you, you figured it out pretty quick. It's still going to take me some time. Yeah, I'm he sure. was at a freaking bar and seen a T-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> and now he has a freaking awesome business. Yeah, it took me four years to figure out how yeah. I was getting, getting out. <laughs> so one of the things you mentioned uh, was uh, challenges that you faced, uh, you know, in, in the military and even in the gym, but from the business aspect, what were some of the challenges you faced in the beginning that you weren't prepared for, or that you were you didn't even take into consideration? Money, hmm. money, money's a big one. Um, Which is tough. We talked, right? Mm -hmm. His business is different different than my business. Oh, model. it is. Yeah, he has a lot of a lot of his upfront costs is mm. very substantial. Mm -hmm. Yeah, right. Oh, yeah. Uh, not not just printing press, but product. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm, you, you got to re restock everything mm -hmm. all the time. Um, and a, a big challenge is like the shirts aren't, you know, it's up to me to do it. Uh, like the shorts, I don't do those. I don't know how to, I don't know how to sew. Mm -hmm. So, uh, you know, finding companies that will make them for you, you know, getting a design that you want on them. It's, it's hard. Plus when you go to different parts of the country, there's different things that they like, mm. you know, it's like yours more conservative, then there's more outlandish. So you go to Florida. I mean, you can 
GoPro tanks. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just so they can take them off. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Uh, but uh, that and just time. You know, uh-huh. I mean, of course, you know, I have a family. I have, you know, two boys, uh, you know, wife, of course. You know, a house you have to, to keep up, you know, pay for. Uh, you know, 16-year-old, you've got a, another vehicle, more insurance, all that other stuff. So it's hard to balance everything, and I feel like I work a lot. Like, they've been on vacation without me because I'm working. Mm-hmm. They're, going, they're getting ready to go on a cruise without me because I'm working. Mm-hmm. And not that I really enjoy a cruise, but right. there's that. Yeah, I mean, if I had to say, time is something you can always invest. Like, mm-hmm. if you, he, he works hard. We've talked about in the podcast. Like, he, he's very driven, and obviously, drove, even though I'm, he has a local home, mm-hmm. I, even if he didn't have a house here, I wouldn't, I assume he would still probably have come up. Maybe. Oh, yeah, yeah. So... Um, just by knowing him in that drive, that's crazy. Like, mm-hmm. so sacrificing time, that's just part of my opinion. If you want your, your business to do well, that's just the game of it. You know, money's tough, mm-hmm. especially if you have upfront yeah. costs, where are you going to get it? How much, if you borrow too much, then you, your business dies, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. If you purchase too much and you don't sell it, it, it it's tough. It, yeah. it, it, you're sitting on, you're literally sitting on money mm-hmm. and it's in that a, you can't move and it's in yeah. a t-shirt yeah. and they're not selling. I could, that's, forecasting and things like that is very tough and you know i I assume that's a huge learning curve and in crossfit you have a building you have your equipment Mm -hmm. so it's a little bit different yeah there's an investment but it's not i don't minus rent Mm -hmm. okay uh really i mean i'm sitting on equipment but literally it's all paid for so it doesn't right yeah once you buy a barbell you don't need an athlete to pick it up so many times in order for you to get your money back right because that's just going to make you buy a new one (laughs) because they're going to wear it out right yeah so Uh, but yeah it is i mean and and that's the one thing i have is time Mm -hmm. i'm not a bunch of spare time but uh it's it's the free thing that you have that you can just put into it Mm -hmm. Uh, and my wife works a lot i mean she has a you know a regular job plus she you know she's the one that takes care of like the shipping Mm -hmm. takes care of most of the financial stuff mm-hmm. to whereas I'm trying to keep up with, you know, doing like, you know, independent gyms, shirts, you know, all these boxes everywhere I do competition shirts, plus keeping my inventory up and my online store going. So it's, it's a lot of time. And probably I would venture to guess that your competitive nature helps you stay ahead of the oh, game. It does. Yeah, it does. So how is competing in the retail space different than competing in the gym? Or is it similar? It's, it's pretty similar. Okay. Um, you know, if, you, if we go to an event and we see, you know, of course, there's always clothing companies at events, you know, two or three, maybe mm-hmm. more. Um, you know, of course, you kind of look, you see what they're doing, you see, try to gauge on what they have coming in, how much people they have visiting their little spot. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it does drive you to do that. I mean, and of course you see it online, you see it everywhere. Cause like our Instagram, you have, you know, people will tag us in it and then they're also tagging these other companies. So mm-hmm. you see it all the time. Uh, and your social media is just, you see everything. Mm-hmm. Um, so that really drives me to, to keep it up and keep going, uh, racking my brain to come up with a new design for a shirt. You know, what colors do I use this, that. So, and I would say the design's pretty tough because, my opinion as a consumer you can get shirts that are too busy or mm-hmm. people are trying to do too much or or they stop they get married to their originals mm-hmm. and they're afraid to branch out they stay in that template the whole and then time guess what you, you, your spark's gone right it's, mm-hmm. it's gone like you spark something with a cool shirt like just yesterday i was looking at some of the shirts that i hadn't seen and mm-hmm. uh, i was like shit i gotta have that one you yeah know, oh, that, that one's sick too right um because people get so married to it and they're afraid because they've had success mm-hmm. they don't want to take that next step and put something new out there and then branch off that and then branch right. off that and i think that can slow the oh, business yeah. down way well and the thing is too and this is what my wife doesn't like is i'm never satisfied and she's always telling me that you're never yeah. satisfied right. with anything and i'm like well if i'm satisfied you'll stop then it's just stagnant mm-hmm. uh you know i mean i'm never satisfied a lot just not business, but I'm like, you know, CrossFit. I always want to get, I'm yeah. like, I started doing two a days, try to keep up with the 16 year old. <laughs> um, but, you know, it's just, I'm never satisfied. I always got to be doing something else or, you know, another drive to do. I got to do, I got to come up with three more shirts. I've got to do this, you know, it's, 
It's tough. Mm-hmm. But it's tough if if you don't love it. Right. Right. So loving it allows that satisfaction or be, you being satisfied and like or unsatisfied, I should say. Mm. So it just man, I have the same same as him. I mean, we're two different people. I'm never satisfied. I'll never be satisfied. Mm. And as soon as I'm satisfied, the business dies. Mm-hmm. That's just the way it is. Because it is. It, it, you can never be satisfied and kick back and just chill because then that next person's passing you. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you're losing a step. And then your members see it. Mm-hmm. And then you stop doing the little things. And I have a huge thing. Like like we talk in school, I could give two shits about being attention to detail. Right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> just the way it is. It was boring to me. Yeah. Um, but the all the small little things add up to be big things. So everybody always focuses on the huge, like Smash Fest, right? All my events, you could say, well, focus on the the end result, the, the X money. Mm-hmm. But I don't. I focus on all the small things, which then in, equates to the end picture. And then I don't. I don't even. I don't even think about the end game. It's all the all my little things that I do and that's in the gym, how I run the gym and everything, programming, everything, all the little things add up to be the end game. Mm-hmm. But that's everybody always focuses on the end game, but they don't know how to get there because they don't focus on the little on, on the steps mm-hmm. to get yep. from, from A to Z. Yep. And I think most of us who are listening have been involved with competitions where you've been there and you're like, man, this isn't the most awesome comp. And I bet you those people that were running those were the ones that were focusing on the end result and not worried about how much money can I make the nickel right. and dime stuff, you know, as far as like, you know, starting on time, you know, getting uh, equipment, you know, intelligently programming so that way equipment transitions are smooth, you know, and making sure that you know if you have resource limitations that you go and access those resources or like yesterday we had weather, you know, and you got proactive with that about three days out and said okay we're just changing this because we're not even going to risk it, you know, because those little details are important to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and that's us too. I mean, it's what I do is, and my wife is really good at this too. Is w- what would we want from a company? Absolutely. When, when we would order a shirt, mm-hmm. you know, what would we want. You know, that's why everything we do is she handwrites a thank you note. Mm-hmm. And I want to let yeah. you know. I want to let you know. That's the first thing one of my members told me. They could. This they said the shirt's awesome, but the but that, handwritten note that yeah. they actually wrote mm-hmm. meant more. Yeah, yeah, and that's my wife. It's totally her. That's sitting on my refrigerator from the stuff that me and my wife ordered a few weeks ago. Yeah, and it's a you know we, she signs it you know thank you and and we throw in you know a couple stickers. Mm-hmm. I mean it's people like stickers. Yeah, I mean, people like little things here and there. Um, you know I had won something through Instagram, just a kind of a joke to begin with doing it, and I won it and the thing showed up and it was just that. There's no nothing with it, you know, like yeah, a just, if, just the prize, and that was it. It is yeah. no, no, no extra sticker, no anything like that. And and like when we do our giveaways, I mean, we'll we'll throw in some extra things. Yeah, you mm-hmm. you want a shirt, but here's some stickers, here's mm-hmm. a koozie, here's this, you know. So it's this those little extras and like the little details mm-hmm. that I that I will blame on the military. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever blame, but no, it, I mean it really did help me. Um, so I mean, those are that's what we do. It's it's those little things that that make the impact. Even through experiences that aren't considered good or whatever, if you didn't love the military, it mm-hmm. doesn't mean you can't take away things to propel you in life. There's mm-hmm. there's so many things that I just I'm a huge advocate. Just I'm going to see what I like. I'm going to take that and discard 99 percent of it. Mm-hmm. It's just because it's just the reality. Yeah. Because and people can do that with whatever I do. Mm-hmm. I mean. I don't care. Like, if you like something we do, then do it. Mm-hmm. Like, pack put, it, take it. Yeah, put your own spin on it. But you know, I'm not going to hold your hand and teach you like and do everything for you because mm-hmm. no one did that for me. They say, hey, this is a direction you want to do it, do it. Yeah, mm-hmm. but now, in the, the military, I mean, it taught me a lot. I did, I did love the military while I was in. It was just those little things yeah. that, that I didn't care for, and you know, and I had signed up for four, and it was just kind of like, mm. but you know, it's. Like you know, and then we were talking about the Red Friday shirts earlier. Uh, how that actually started too was before we even did them, we put together care packages and mm-hmm. we sent them overseas. Uh, we we got with this group. It's called HB Care Packages. Would you explain that for some people? Yeah, it's and they would uh, we got involved with them. What they do is is they pair you with 
someone is deployed. Mm-hmm. Uh, for us, we got we always wanted to be paired with the canine teams mm-hmm. since that's what I did in the military. And so we would get, you know, they'd send us, this is the person you need to send it to. Here's a list of what you what they requested. Um, so mm-hmm. we would go shop. Like our whole family would go shop. We'd get what they wanted, and then we'd get some extra stuff, throw mm-hmm. it in there, we had treats for the dogs, toys for the dogs, <laughs> and stuff for the handlers. And we would send it over there. And then when we started the Red Friday shirts, we started taking money made from that and, and putting the care package system mm-hmm. together and shipping them overseas. And we still do that. Um, but they've gotten to the point to where they can take a monetary donation now. So what we do is we just send the money straight to them, mm-hmm. and they put it together for us. Right, which I found out when Aaron was deployed, you know, Amazon Prime was huge for him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I guess that's a huge oh. – Mo, Mo didn't have internet back when he was in <laughs> and deployed. So I, he, I didn't either. Yeah, so no, they, my, they, my first deployment, I had to write letters, and I got one phone call a week. But wow. this, at the same time, you know, we sent a care package here mm-hmm. of all his favorite candy. And Aaron eats very clean all the time yeah but we send him things obviously they can't get where he was and um man we sent him we, we call it a box of diabetes is what we sent him <laughs> and uh but he said that meant a lot because you can't you could purchase it but you're not going to purchase it can't it. And, and like we, you know i was in italy you know we weren't deployed or anything but just there's still certain things just you can't getting get. something yeah. from home was yeah. was cool and you know of course i had to wait till al gore created the internet <laughs> <laughs> before we could do anything but you know, and and we know how much that meant. <laughs> yeah. God. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm old, dude. No, that's hilarious. So uh, you know, and we know what it means. So you know, that's that's why we we do that. I mean, it's of course back then it was like CDs. Yeah. Well, nobody tapes, knows what those yeah. are anymore. VHS tapes. No. Yeah, VHS <laughs> tapes with commercials. Yes. On them because yeah. we didn't get commercials overseas. <laughs> that that was a huge thing to get a videotape from your friends back home with commercials in it. And you're like, whoa. Yeah, you didn't have to learn about. What ten oh eights and how yeah. far they could go, and or the great state quiz, or <laughs> yeah. don't ship explosives in the mail, you know, yeah. things like that. Really, you know? I, mean, I can't do that. <laughs> now yeah. the name Seven Five Clothing, yeah. where does that come from? Uh, of course, when we started, we we wanted something military because mm-hmm. we're both you know veterans, but we didn't want to go over the top. Uh, so we looked and we were looking around, and of course the military, and I always love getting the any Marine or Army person on this. It's like, when, okay, when did the military start? They get a blank stare. And I'm like, you should have learned this. You're in, in boot camp. Your birthday yeah. is that year. Uh, so it came from 1775, which obviously was the year that the military started because we had to have a military mm-hmm. before we could fight for our independence. So we took the 7-5 off of that. And we did have to use the Army Chevrons because the Air Force just wasn't that Doesn't cool look looking. Right, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, I agree. And but we get confused. There's a like so there's a 75th uh, Ranger Battalion, mm-hmm. and people are always like, "Oh, are you a Ranger?" No, no, not not, not so much. No, not I, close. I, I would just regular forces. <laughs> yeah, I had a dog. I had a dog. <laughs> there's that. That's that's about the extent of what it is. That's cool because I, I was wondering what the what the name was. That's. And how did you not know? I didn't know. <laughs> I mean, obviously. I mean, I, it make, I mean, honestly, I didn't know. That's that's mm. pretty cool because, mm. I mean, I love history. Um, but it's crazy. And one year later, we fight for our independence. Right. Mm-hmm. So one year, we make a military, and then we gain our independence <laughs> the next year. That shows you how fucking awesome we are <laughs> as a country. <laughs> that's all we need is a year. We, we, we'll invade you on Christmas Eve in the snow. That's right. <laughs> With a one-year-old army, <laughs> literally, that's that's pretty sick. Yeah, where do you get your ideas? Honestly, where, where's your where's your creative? Like, what for me? Maybe I'm just freaking weird, but I find myself like unable to relax mm-hmm. and let my like brain go. But shower when I'm taking a crap, like mm-hmm. that's my two things. But more the shower. I think the shower is definitely the best because I like long showers, really hot, like, and I can literally just chill. Mm-hmm. And, like, literally, I'll come out of the shower. I'll have a whole competition program. <laughs> I'm not kidding. Like, I will literally Yeah, you just have loosely it. ride it out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ride, and, ride and, it in soap no, on the side yeah, of the no, shower. No, I just put it in my head. Mm-hmm. And then as soon as I get out, I'll literally go straight to my phone and put the stuff in. Yeah, it's, uh, I mean, they'll hit me anytime. Do you yeah, get a driving? Shower or whatever. Oh, yeah, I'll, so I'll drive it. Because you drive you know, it. And, and, like, I'll just see something, you know, a, a billboard or something on the side of the road. And I'm like, 
you know, you just it's a loose idea. Mm-hmm. But then you're like, oh, I could do something with that and take it this direction. And it, it's just anywhere. I mean, you see logos, you see signage or something anywhere you go. And it kind of will get you thinking about something. And it may turn out not to be anything like what it initially Right. What you initially saw, mm-hmm. but it's and, the artistic type, and it does, and it gets you going. Um, oh, we could do this or this, and it's. I mean, it'll hit me anywhere. Yeah, I guess that's. So, I, I guess another difference is you're the more artistic side. So that's kind of like creative imaging and mm-hmm. things like that. Where I guess mine is more. Like, yeah, but now if we like, I'll do something, and if I run into a, a block or something, uh, I have a friend of mine that does some stuff as well and i'll be like hey i got this but i i don't know where to go with it and i'm like well you see what you can do mm. and then you'll come up with something really cool i'm like oh that's awesome yeah. so how do you do your designs because i mean i like shirts with like i said pretty basic mm-hmm. i mean just the original logo it's just something i dig or hell even the just the seven they put on the back like that's mm-hmm. that's like that's me but i also like text but not too much text mm-hmm. but his actual designs are legit and i don't wear a lot of like his uh, uh, deadlifts and death metal, that is, <laughs> dude. Like literally, I wish I could wear that shirt every, every day. day. Yeah, I might. This might be my new three quarter blue <laughs> for this year because that's all I wear. But um, how do you do? Where do you come up with all this? Well, of course, I, you know, you try to you try to pair something, mm-hmm. and of course, you don't see a lot of deadlift shirts unless you're like a, a power lifter or right. something yeah. like that. Because so CrossFitters like, typically don't deadlift, right? <laughs> I don't. I should. Um, See? (laughs) (laughs) I really should. Um, With that, of course, I'm a big metalhead. Not everybody gets it. My kids are like, oh, this is horrible. See, we're like two pieces of a pot. I don't have a beard, though. But if you've ever seen, like, some of the the death metal albums, you can't even read the name. Mm -hmm. And it's like, I don't know what that says. So, uh I'm like deadlifts, you know. What do you? What do you like? Powerlifters. What do they listen to when they're when they're lifting? I mean, it's a bunch of crazy metal just mm-hmm. to get them hyped up. So of course I was like, dead, dead, deadlift, dead, yeah, death metal. But still, you you have the name. So where's it? Like the actual image. You have, you have a, a person on there. Yeah, he's so, a little, just a little crazy. Yeah. I mean, it's 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 more or less like kind of geared towards powerlifters. I mean, because they're big and they're just. And of course, you you incorporate with death metal because you have something a little crazy. Because mm. any of those albums are a little crazy, anyways. Um, so I just it was one of those I just went way out in left field with, and I was like, let's just get crazy and muscular and do it. And I did it kind of in that death metal font, mm-hmm. but you can actually read this one, right? <laughs> no, I think when I see shirt designs, they you can see way too edgy or weight. There are some that are just way out there. Like I, just, I would never wear like stuff that Castro wears, like who represents CrossFit. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe I don't know if he does anymore. I, I hate the very outlandish stuff, even though I, I cuss a lot. And even though Gina Cron put the smack down on me and Mo for cussing too much on here. Yeah, yes, she did. And um, I just I, I think designs are. Yours is unique, in all honesty, and I, I love that you are unique amongst all the other brands that i see out there and i'm not just saying that i really don't because i look at stuff i don't just wear i don't buy, i don't own one rogue t-shirt like yeah. i don't just buy t-shirts yeah right and i would buy the i did buy the hell out of yours <laughs> <laughs> it's i don't know it's a we try to put like a, a military flair to some of it without being like totally military you know there's some companies out there it's just in your face, you know, yeah. I mean, you civilian can't buy this. Right. 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 And it's just, it's, it's kind of like a, I guess a military light type okay. thing. I mean, okay. because you, you patriotic, know, but not, but not in over your face. the top. Yeah. Okay. yeah. I mean, like we have the, 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 uh, freedom barbell and beer. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it has an Eagle on it with a big old mug of beer and barbells. I mean, it's, it's simple, but it's still patriotic. It's an Eagle. All right. Before we get going here. We have to subject you to a test, Uh-oh. and we call this three rounds for time. I'm gonna ask you three questions. Can I scale it? Yes, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> I guess you can scale it, right, bro? What's the modification, Mo? Uh, I don't know. We'll, we'll, Jen will come up with alternate questions. <laughs> That'll be the scale. No, that could be dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just gonna ask you three All questions, right. and then you do your best to fire back as fast as possible. 
with your answer, scaled okay. or RX. All right. All right. First question. What keeps you up at night? What are some fears or concerns that you have? Hmm. Uh, failing. Mm-hmm. Uh, nothing really keeps me up at night. I sleep like a baby because I'm working so hard during day. But uh, <laughs> do you stay up late? Nope. Oh, no, no, we need to work on that. Here's, well, here's, here's the bad thing is I used to make fun of my grandfather. Because for going he, to bed early. He went to bed at 8.30, 9 o'clock uh-huh. every night. And I climb in bed at 8.30 some nights. And I'm like, oh, I'm, like, I'm a grandfather. And I'm <laughs> nowhere near as old as he was. So, But no, failing, mm-hmm. it, you know, uh, design sometimes keeps me up. Like I'll wake up sometimes in the middle of the night, reach over, grab my phone, write something down. Mm-hmm. But, so. Next question. What is something you want to be remembered for when you're gone? Ooh, that's a tough one. Um, I don't it's know. usually the I one that say, gets people. I mean, I would say, like, first, you know, I'm a, I'm a husband and a father, so mm-hmm. that would be first. Um, other than that, I mean, is really anybody going to remember me in 100 years? Unless I am president or something like that. That don't even mean shit, because I don't know. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's true. I mean, I mean, I don't. I, I mean, I need to dis- I need to discover the cure for something. Of course, you're probably not gonna remember. You know, nobody's gonna remember that either. Just, there's a new. cure. Yeah, it's kind of weird. It sucks. You know, you're here, and then maybe invent the next B52 on a napkin. Yeah, there you go. Uh, what is something you would change in the world? Ooh. Hmm. Everybody getting so butt hurt over everything. Yeah. Yeah. Who else I mean, said that? Someone Aaron said, said something similar yeah. to that. And because we are the One More Rep podcast, we have one extra question for you. Mm-hmm. What is a superpower or a special talent that you have that no one knows about? Uh, uh, the ability to drink during a workout. <laughs> that is pretty talented. That's pretty impressive. That's freaking tough, dude. <laughs> I will say, like, we uh, we put on a, a Friday Night Lights thing for the Open last mm-hmm. year. And uh, it was up in the, the Tri-Cities area of, of Tennessee. And so Friday night... I would drink before the workout, during the workout, after the workout. Uh, I had a DD, of course. <laughs> uh, so I would do it. I would do it drinking there, and then come Monday at the gym, you know, everybody could retest your open workout. So I would retest it sober. <laughs> Mo, you know I love numbers. That's great. <laughs> That's great analytics yeah, right there. The analytics on that has to be phenomenal. There's not a lot of difference for me. <laughs> Dang. Sometimes I sometimes hey, I, I was better drinking. <laughs> <laughs> All right, as we wrap up here, how can our listeners find you on social media? Uh, social media, there is Seven Five Clothing or at Seven Five Clothing on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Of course, you know Seven Five Clothing on Facebook. Seven F I V E. Yes, the number seven then F I V E. It always gets everybody stumbling because, of course, we did it a little bit different because it gets noticed. Yeah, absolutely. And then the website. The website is Seven Five Clothing dot com. And again, if you use our promo code one more rep, three separate words, you will get free shipping. And right now, you currently have that promotion going where if you submit to the email list, you get what, 10% off? Uh, you get 15% mm-hmm. on your first order. So, but we now the, have people ask, do they get both? The ba- that's the bad thing about uh, where our website is. We can only do one, okay. one discount at a time. Okay. Not that people, I mean, one is better than none. Well, and here's no, the thing. No. What's what's better? And this is our question we always go back and forth with is, is free shipping, shipping better? Or 15%. Or 15%. Yeah. I mean, to me, it's free shipping because shipping always costs a little bit more. Mm-hmm. And don't forget to leave us a five-star review on Facebook and iTunes. And for this week's call to action, for all of you that have already purchased some 7.5 gear, send us pictures and tag us and tag Wally, uh, repping at your box or just wearing your gear wherever you're out and about. And if you want my personal Instagram, which is not very good. <laughs> is it you shooting guns all the time like Castro? No. <laughs> no. It's usually my dogs. Uh, but it's Beard Squatch 13. Beard Squatch 13. Beard there you Squatch go. That's a sweet name, man. That is. That is pretty dope. That's, that's right up there with Brocephus. <laughs> As we get ready to close out, the, this episode is actually going to be airing on uh, September 11th. Uh, for me, it was a Tuesday. It was my second day of training in an advanced course. And I remember uh, coming into the base 
and it was something that changed my life for the rest of my life. And uh, hopefully it's something that never happens again. Uh, I've lost some friends. I'm sure you may have too. I know, it's got like a chill. Yeah, and um, just everybody take a moment to remember all those that have made sacrifices ever since that day. And um, we're right on Friday. It really means a lot. So that brings this week's episode to a close. I'm Mo and I'm out. Yeah. See you guys. Yeah. See ya. Thank you for listening to the One More Rip Podcast. You can follow us on Facebook and Instagram at One More Rip Podcast or on Twitter at Can I Get One More or shoot us an email at Can I Get One More at gmail.com. Well, but like like the gym I go to, which I'll plug it, it's CrossFit One Valley. Yeah, no uh, problem with that. But What's what, up, people? Yeah, yeah, I, some of your guys listen to us. They yeah. do, Daniel. Who, yeah, Daniel. Daniel. Daniel's like, did you see his message? He's like, yeah. let us know when Wally's on. I'm so excited, blah, blah, blah. I'm <laughs> yeah. like, yeah, dude, I'm, I'm definitely excited to have him. And actually, I told Wally, you're going to push this episode to Tuesday, which is pretty cool. Yeah, surprise. Yep. <laughs> if you didn't know now. Because yeah. <laughs> I, I guess if we're going to talk about, uh, this is business CrossFit related. As a podcast, we're like... Um, we started out fitness for everyone. Like mm-hmm. this is about going to be Olympic weightlifting. Fitness in general, yeah. yeah. Then we found CrossFit is typically. I mean, of course, we're going to kind of go gravitate towards right. that because that's we where know we live, cross- yeah. and weightlifting. And um, so, I guess it's how do you, as a podcast, how do we put enough out there? I guess without pissing so many people off, we only have one genre. Right, mm-hmm. just with your T-shirts. If right. you go one way too hard, if you go super patriotic, you're gonna piss mm-hmm. off all the. Um... <laughs> <laughs> all the yeah, not not so. <laughs> Mo gave me a look. <laughs> Mo's like, I saw it don't coming. say it. <laughs> I saw it coming. <laughs> don't say it. And you guys seen it? If I can get this fucking edited, and. Um... <laughs> Wally's like, yes, get him. I was like, I was like oh, no. here it comes, here it comes. Man, I had it's like watching here. a tennis match. It was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, anyways, <laughs> if you go too the, far. The more easily yeah. offended yeah, yeah. Uh, demographic. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's, what do you say, how would I say? Um, that, that you're efficient. My, efficient. efficient my communication. Yeah, efficient yeah. your communications. <laughs> so.